This is a production of Cornell University. Welcome to the Cornell Turfgrass Clippings Podcast, brought to you in partnership with the New York State Turfgrass Association, found on the web at www.nista.org. I'm Cornell Turfgrass team member Frank Rossi. I'm here to answer some of your questions today. Joining me is Extension Specialist Carl Scamenti. Carl, what's our topic for today? Yeah, so in recent years, uh, thinking on late season fertilization has changed. Can you talk to us a little bit about the latest science regarding late season nitrogen fertilization? Well, this has been an area under study, Carl, at Cornell for a little bit now, as well as Wisconsin, Penn State, and now Nebraska. Professor Bill Kreiser has a fact sheet on the current thinking on late season nitrogen recommendations, and I would encourage you to look that up. It's called Late Season Nitrogen Applications Are Essential to Promote Plant Regrowth, Summer Stress Recovery, and Maximize Carbohydrate Storage Prior to Winter. Previous recommendations were to apply nitrogen during early to mid-September and then make a heavy application of nitrogen fertilization at the end of the growing season in mid to late November. The rationale was the cool weather stunted shoot growth while nitrogen fertilizer was still taken into the plant because the soils are still relatively warm. Professor Doug Soldat's group at the UW-Madison actually found that nitrogen uptake was lower during the end of the fall compared to earlier in the season. Nitrogen in the soil solution is transported to the roots via plant transpiration through a process called mass flow. It's all moving with the water. The higher the transpiration rate, the more nitrogen gets to the roots. Low low evapotranspiration during the late fall, think about how much you're watering at that time Mm -hmm. of year, limits mass flow and reduces access to nitrogen. As a result, nitrogen from late fall fertilization either sits in the soil until the grass resumes growth in the spring, or it is lost through processes such as leaching, especially in sand-based soils during high precipitation winter. This work has since been replicated and confirmed by researchers at the University of Minnesota and Penn State University. For soil-based turf, apply slow-release granular products in mid-September at about a pound per thousand. Soil-based turf, a pound of N uh, in granular products per thousand in mid-September. Aim for a product with 50% slow-release nitrogen or less. If additional nitrogen fertilization is required later in the fall, use products with more quick-release nitrogen and don't apply nitrogen after mid to late October, depending on your location in the Northeast. Later applications will linger in the soil and promote excessive spring growth. This increases mowing requirements in spring and depletes carbohydrates prior to summer. It's essentially the same as applying nitrogen fertilizer in early spring, putting on these heavy rates. Sand-based systems, sand-based systems in in contrast to the soil-based systems, should maintain light, frequent water-soluble materials and slowly reduce them as top growth slows. For large sand-based areas using granular fertilizer, apply between a half and one pound of nitrogen with 50% slow-release nitrogen, and on close-cut turf, a low-size grade or greens-grade granular to avoid picking up from the mower. So lots of new thinking on this, Carl, relative to the way we have been recommending late-fall fertilization in the past and how we're recommending it now. All right. Well, thank you for joining us for the Cornell Turfgrass Clippings Podcast brought to you in partnership with the New York State Turfgrass Association. With Dr. Frank Rossi, I'm Carl Scamenti. This has been a production of Cornell University on the web at cornell.edu.